my ACL injury show me in for July 12, 2023. How's it going? How goes it? Oh god, that voice went too high. Oh well, I hope you had a great 4th of July in Canada Day weekend, whatever, Bastille Day. Is it a Bastille Day pretty soon? Although France is France, France is fucking burning at the moment. So I'm just like, whatever, man. <laughs> um, I wanted to have a separate topic today. Uh, I want to talk about the women's sports. What kind of women? All women. All women lives matter. Okay. Uh, well, I talked about it briefly here and there, and but I don't think I ever dedicated an episode to it. This is, this is not a transphobic episode. This is not a misogynistic episode. If you hear it that way, well, fuck you. Um, I'm going to say that. Uh, if you take clips of it and then take it out of context. Uh, it, honestly, it's a little more inclusive than you think. So... I'm going to go into it because this has become a hot debate topic amongst the sports, social media, and then the just the, you know, Fox News in general. Because you know what? Sports is the ultimate, what do you call it, meritocracy that we have in the world today, I think. At least that's a belief that people have that, you know, that it's fair based on the skills and opportunity given the equal playing ground and whatnot but not in everything world is equal not everybody's the same yada 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 so it's going to be twofold here one about the women's sports in general uh and then uh i guess i'll talk about this first with the whole trans athlete controversy which ron DeSantis is running on with a woke and everything and i just go stop wasting fucking time and then i might have talked about this two weeks ago and my personal dilemma I have in my head, and then I just like, I don't know about this topic. So I'm just going to get that out of the way first. So first of all, I have no idea. This is one of the things I just go, I don't know what the answer is for the trans woman, women, especially participating in the cis woman sports. Because uh, twofold. One, uh, this will cover in the next part of the thing. I just think there's... It's pretty evident, scientifically, that women and men are not created equal. And then there's an article from Yale Medicine talking about the ACL injuries on women being more prevalent. It says, anatomically, men and women are not created equal. The female pelvis is wider, which changes the mechanics of how the thigh, bone, tibia, femur function. says, uh, this puts more stress in the soft tissues that support your joints, she explains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, muscle mass are different. You know, I'm not going to go deep dive that, you know, pound for pound per se on it. Um, so from that aspect, I can see the argument where people are like heavily against like trans women participating. And I know from the international, you know, sanctioning bodies like the track and field, you know, they have like, oh, HGH level and those things to make sure that if people are going through the treatments of the transition that you get tested with the HGH level and others that are fair to people who are born as a, born, uh, as a biological female. Um, so I do see that. And then I'm, I've been leaning more towards that. And then I saw the argument also going like, just create a different division called a trans woman division and then same for trans man division. Um, but I also kind of go like, well, the flip side of that coin is the reason that the people are going through the transition is because they don't identify as their, you know, birth gender and, you know, sexual parts of it too. So they're transitioning to go to the other side, from my understanding. So 
I also feel bad that like we gotta be exclusive of these people who usually go from man to woman and say you're not a woman, you're a different kind of woman. Because the reason that they're doing that is because it's what they're transitioning into because they identify as woman. So from that, you know, I guess psychological and identity side of it, I also feel weird saying that let's just create a different division just to exclude them and say, hey, okay, all the trends go over here, you know. <laughs> and then people, some people in the argument try to go with the whole Special Olympics division thing, the limbs and all that shit. I just go, God, let's not link this into a disability and all that because that is totally, in my view, very transphobic. It's going like, oh, that's a disability. You know, all that shit. Pride month, you mean a mental illness month and all that shit. I'm not that either. So because of that, I see, I have both sides. Like biologically, transitioning people are still transitioning and then it's not the same. And at the same time, from the societal mental perspective, which is why people are struggling with their identity and all those things, to like just exclude them and say, go in that division. So that's why I go, I don't know. That's, the, that's why I just go, I don't know what the answer is. And you see like Megan Rapino and Martina Navratilova, just like just arguing over this, like Megan Rapino saying like, oh, I'm for it. As long as they identify as a woman, I'm all fine. I got to say, that's a bit of a Seattle brain, liberal brain coming in and saying all that stuff. But I also, you know, see where she's coming from, you know. So, you know, I, and then this whole debate, I just go, this is fucking endless. So I don't know. I don't know is my answer. And the biological difference, this just fascinated me when I, the article came up through the Snapchat on the Wall Street Journal about how a lot of women, especially in the soccer pitch of the FIFA Women's World Cup coming up uh, very soon in a couple weeks, that more there have been an increase in ACL and knee injuries, the joint injuries in, amongst the soccer players uh, for women around the globe. And obviously the participation rate is up, which probably explains the thing. And then some ignorant men will be like, because they don't know how to fucking run, you know, all that fucking shit. And I'm like, no, 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 you dumbass, that's not it. So why is there a difference anatomically? So I'm going to continue reading that paragraph that I read about. This and then uh, because the tibia bone, tibia femur function are different in women versus men, this puts more s stress on the soft issues that support your joints. This high stress can lead either a chronic overuse or acute sudden injury. According to research, an ACL tear is one acute injury that female athletes are two to eight times more likely to experience than males. The ACL... Uh, the ligament that connects the knee with the femur to tibia is extraordinarily strong, yet has little elasticity. So it, it, it absorbs a huge amount of stress until it can hold anymore, then it tears. And then it's common more in sports for pivoting, jumping, including soccer, basketball, lacrosse, and skiing. Additionally, women have less muscle mass around their knees than men. Uh, that too can lead to instability and higher chance of tearing the ligament if it is overstretched. This is where the combination of additional stress and hormones <laughs> might come into play. Compared to men, women have less testosterone, key hormone for increasing muscle density. Women have much more estrogen than men, right? Essential to bone growth. This hormone fluctuates during the women's menstrual cycle, aka the period. 
Uh, estrogen may also cause greater elasticity, looseness in tendons and ligaments, which can, which can make women more prone to injury. A balance between your muscle and ligaments controls where your bones are moved, yada, yada, yada. So what can women do to lower the injury risk? Uh, a lot of warm-ups? Well, while the shape of women's pelvis and all her hormones can't easily be changed, there are steps that women can better protect themselves. Uh, it has to do with the strength and con coordination. Uh, you know, you build a lot of balance and strength to impart stability to the joints. Women, she says, tend to be pronouns, pal who she, Dr. Gardner says quad dominant, meaning quadricep muscles are stronger than the hamstring muscles. There's nothing wrong with the strong quads, but the hamstring helps stabilize the knees as well. And if it's weak, that can increase the risk of injury, not only to the knee, but also the lower leg, ankle, and foot. So knee pain, popular complaint. And I think there are also other research that's coming out recently, especially in America, that like the artificial turfs that are used in high schools and all that easier to maintain. Is that impacting more stress on the knees and joints and legs that's causing all the injuries in football, soccer, lacrosse, all those other sports, regardless of sex or gender at that point? But this, this makes me go, okay, if you're born a male, this is why I just go flip-flop and I just go like, it, it, you have a better physical advantage pivoting around without doing all these warm-ups. Like you can't change a pelvis and estrogen level unless you go through the transitioning treatment, or it will become a PED, right? Because it becomes a fucking, you know, HGH doping, or a hormone doping. So, you know, so there's that. I found this detail quite fascinating when this started coming up and, like, more women, even in the FIFA Women's World Cup, a lot of the key players are out um, because of the knee injuries and joint injuries, and which, which is why it has been uh, brought to attention on this. And then I'm like, all right. Like, why are women having more problems? I don't know, because they're fucking period. Uh, <laughs> that's not wrong, <laughs> technically. And I'm not saying that as a misogynistic remark. I just read off the Yale article. I'm going to link that in there. Um, so that's that. I, I just When I read these things, I just go, wow, this is fascinating. But also very impressive, which I want to talk about women's sports. Because this is the biggest, the dumbest thing that I see on TikTok. They ask a question. All right, would you take $100 or get a front row seat at a WNBA game? And then all the men go, uh, fucking $100. Oh, I don't know. Fucking fuck Chicago Sky. I don't know what that's trying to prove other than, hey, sports is so, sport and the league is so far behind the men that, like, you will not get that respect and competitive level. And that has been the complaint. The quality of the game sucks. The sport sucks. It's not good as men. Yada, yada, yada. Totally. Absolutely. I think women need to acknowledge that on one portion. I will say that. But I'm going to give that for men. I just go like, stop looking at WNBA, Women's World Cup, and all those sports in the same lens that you see the men's sports. Because what was it? Women's World Cup, for example, for soccer, footy, it only had about, what, eight tournaments so far? No, eight? Yeah, eight or something at most. Whereas men's tournament went twenty something, it'd be like it had an 80, 80 year lead start on the fucking whole world competition, right? So I just go like, all right, I watched the women's sport because I I started having this realization when I was watching the women's March Madness uh, last year in twenty two, and then twenty three this year more and more, especially when I talked about Caitlin Clark and I said that dude, that's a Steph Curry of women's basketball, and then. It's unbelievably entertaining because if you watch it from the perspective that, okay, 
Just imagine that you're watching a college basketball for men from the 1950s. And then you get that one aberration that's just like an outlier. That's just like draining left and right. It's like Dan Marino quarterbacking in the 80s, throwing 45 touchdowns or something. 49 touch, 48 touchdowns? Yeah, that was a record. In the 80s, when everybody was getting banged up and quarterbacks had no advantage like they do today, 20, 30 years later. That's fucking impressive. That's what I see Caitlin Clark as. Like this, she is a generational athlete, you know, out of her sink. It's like mirroring more Steph Curry of now. So she resonates better. And when you see those athletes in these environments and see how you go from that college level, which is atrocious to watch from rebounding and everything, I will say. And then I just like, God, what the fuck? And then you see how WNBA goes and you just go, how many Caitlin Clarks of the world like Candace Parker, Brittany Griner, Brianna Stewart, you know, Ella Deladon, I can't fucking say her name right. And you get collection of those people. You know how impressive that is? It's just like you get the best of the absolute best, especially for basketball with a roster size of like 10 to 12. I'm not saying you get, you, that's the same amount of like revenue and all that stuff. I'm not that either financially. That's why I always look at women's sports and be like the leagues and be like, you're really in the infancy into the youth's growth uh, of it if you compare it to men's period. And I watch it from that level of perspective and find the different entertainment value that way. So because of that, I am not going to dismiss it and say, oh, I'm, I'm just going to take $100. I, I've been arguing for a while that like, hey, 30, 40 years from now, whatever you see in the women's athletes, they'll be legend. They'll be like, fuck, like Sue, Stor- uh, Sue Bird, Megan Rapinoe's uh, partner. She played since like 2001, 2002, and I, ha- I got a bobblehead and I said, I think her merch will be very valuable down the road. Right now, there are still men going like, hey, fuck this shit, you know, and the fuck her, who cares? But I'm like, no, you don't see it, like... Back in the 50s and 60s, it wasn't the same NFL. 90s, 2000s, that's when the NFL started picking up. Same thing. And then there are more women, there's more exposure that I get exposed to, like in the 22 March Madness. I just go, I knew it was always there, but like, if I, if it weren't on NBC, I wouldn't have gotten to see it and then go like, God, this basketball fucking sucks, but Caitlin Clark was fucking great. Um, so you see these things, and I, I see it with that curve graded scale one sport that i will say is not so far off from men is the mma mixed martial arts um dana white famously before strike force elite xc do you remember them i'm such a fight fan that i remember these leagues you fucking moron scott coker over dana white although scott coker is also half korean so i have a softer spot for him but dana white and i were born on the same birthday well whatever fuck it that's besides the point Dana White famously said there will never be women in UFC for the MMA. And guess what? Strike Force, Regina Carano, Ronda Rousey, um, fucking Cyborg. It just blew up the sport. Misha Tate, all these people. And then sport has advanced so much to a point where Ronda Rousey's fighting style really, really got outpaced and outaged fast by Amanda Nunes and Holly Holm and those other people. Um, and I just go like, all right. And, but the thing is, I enjoyed women's MMA uh, from 09, 08, you know, those periods because 
It was that's when the whole MMA MMA is a pretty young sport, and the UFC as a league, the modernization of it really started in 0405, I would say. And women are only off by four or five years, and even the techniques of it from 20 years ago versus now are like vastly different with the skill set and everything. The martial art has advanced so much, where and then the closeness between men and women's mixed martial arts started so close, like within a half decade. The, to the mainstream level, that I think it has become very, like, I don't feel so off going like, how many people go, hey, women's MMA sucks. They can't fucking rebound. They can't clinch a mouth like men do. Nobody says that. If there are people that say it, I'd be fucking surprised because I just go like, this is a thing that I enjoyed part, at times, women's MMA much more because I think some women fighters said this 10 years ago. It's like, hey, we have no ego. We're not like guys just running on testosterone going like, I'm going to kick your ass. And like sometimes get out of the game plan and start slugging, which makes it entertaining. But technically, and from the strategic standpoint, a god-awful fucking fight where you could lose for no fucking reason other than men's ego. So when I saw women fight in the 2010s in the beginning and all, I loved them being really like staying to the fundamental, you know, doing the song and dance that sometimes men do don't do so much, and people just boo for techniques and stuff, although, you know, it has gotten a lot better since. So, from that perspective, I just go, I think the MMA is a great example showing that, look, uh, it's not all women's sports sucks. It's just that the gap between bas- history of basketball, soccer, football, hockey, uh, go- golf at times even, versus, you know, what MMA is going as a, such a young sport shows you that it just needs time. Like, 20 years from now, we might be watching women's basketball that's, like, sort of like men's basketball from 2000s. I don't know. And, you know, and then more and more women are adopting the game, for basketball example, like, you know, preaching on shooting. And then more set screens and whatnot. That Becky Hammond, who learned from NBA, going to WNBA, and like, are bringing these, like, philosophies and, you know, play you know playbooks in. And that's just going to advance the game even more, which I... Th- I find it very fascinating revolution of it. While they might get more ACL <laughs> injuries than men. Um, so I, I, would, I don't knock it. And every, maybe I'm also looking at it as like, you know what? I'm such a diverse investor so of time and entertainment and energy that I just go like, you know what? Maybe it'll hit. So I bought a Sue Bird doll, the bobblehead, when I was in Seattle. And it was from 2002. And then I'm like, bobbleheads, beanie dolls, you know, all those things. They go so hard, you know, they go up in prices. And I'm like, hell, I'll take a chance on this, you know. Super, I just go, she's going to, Lisa Leslie, one of, you know, all those OG people from early 2000s and before that WNBA times. I just go, I think that time will come because they're essentially the Will Chamberlain's, Bill Russell's, fucking those, you know, Pete Maravich of, of the league. I, I look at them at that way. Like, if you go back and watch the 1950s, 1960s NBA, or even the NHL, or the NFL, fuck, you can't watch this shit. That's why the sport wasn't so fucking popular. Only baseball was popular. But then I'm like, you can't go watch that old shit. And it's also not like wrestling where you can go back and watch it. You know, it's like you knowing that it's an entertainment. So, you know, think about it that way. Men, especially, they're like this out there. I, I really still enjoy the women's MMA. UFC is having a hard time because you can't find competitors and whatnot. That's a whole thing, creating all those things. But, you know, that's another story. But 
think I hope other people see it this way. Maybe I'm the first one to kind of like speak up on it that way. But given that, I just go, I don't knock it completely. But biologically, holy shit, more knee injuries for women. I, that's fucking horrible. So do your stretches. Don't go taking PD so that you get more testosterone because that's illegal. That's doping, man. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, what do you think? Email me at a-o.com. Email me at a-o.com. Well, I hope I didn't come off like a complete asshole. That wasn't the intent. Uh, but if you do think it's an assholey thing, I would like to really chat and uh, have a dialogue, not a debate. I'm not Skip Bayless, so I don't want to win over you. Anyways, have a great rest of the week, and uh, we'll see you next Wednesday.